Welcome once again to another edition of The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I am Darren Long, your host, and I am also Vice President of Sales with Guildhall Wealth Management. And on today's show, The Real Money Show, a show about physical gold, physical silver, natural fancy colored diamonds, we are going to be talking about a number of different topics. Uh, there is a bit of a corrective phase, if you will, or a pause in pricing for both gold and silver to be discussed. There is some Silver Eagle demand, which has been exhausted in the U.S. Mint. That's of great interest to us because if you listen to the show, we like talking about supply and demand all the time and how it impacts price. And many analysts are expecting that these are the hallmark signs that make up what many consider to be the next phase, which will be very intense in pricing of the silver and gold bull market. So we'll talk a little bit about that. The Oscars just passed. Who is wearing what and why it's important to recognize it? We'll talk about what uh, Lady Gaga had to do with natural fancy colored diamonds and uh, round out the show with a little bit about why analysts are starting to talk more about the idea of the end of diamonds being unearthed. The final countdown, so to speak, is on. And uh, with me today on the show is going to be Paul Wiseman. He's just uh, about here now. And I'm excited to be talking with Paul because Jeremy's uh, out of town on business this week and will be back next week. But if you're listening to the show, you want to get in touch, you want to get a free investor kit right off the top of the show, go over to guildhallwealth.com. You can be shopping there while you're listening to the show uh, through the e-store. You could be acquiring some of the combo packages. Maybe you want to get started with silver or gold. Uh, but we'll tell you a little more about that and more as the show progresses. In addition to that, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. And uh, this is the first post RSP deadline show for 2019. So to those of you that got your contributions in, congratulations. Welcome to the market. And as we get started here, I will remind everyone that we are not, nor have we ever been your financial planners or advisors. We are experts in the logistics, the ownership, purchase, selling of precious metals and natural fancy colored diamonds. And uh, as such, we talk about issues that pertain to all three of those topics that we're excited to touch on every week and for good reason. But to remember that you still need to complete your due diligence is a smart thing to determine whether or not the markets of gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds are ultimately for you. Uh, that is something that we would tell every single person looking to make a purchase through Guildhall, and we continue to do so to this day. But uh, to make it clear for you, we always like to say so on the show. And uh, as always, a little bit about pricing right now, as I said, we are seeing a slight pullback in both gold and silver, which seems for the most part to be very healthy, although we would hope that those looking to make a purchase are paying attention as they get these excellent opportunities to make those purchases. And uh, let's get started right away with an article from Cliff Droke. As you hear the door close, that is Paul Wiseman coming into the office. Uh, there is a uh, article out this week from Seeking Alpha by uh, an analyst called Cliff Droke, and uh, it's called a needed corrective pause for gold. And it is among uh, the articles I read this week a very succinct and small article. So hopefully, we'll share this in our weekly newsletter with our uh, potential buyers and clientele alike. And he basically makes three points for summary in the article, and he says after a three-month rally. Gold could use a brief pause that refreshes the market. Two, it looks like the metal may get this needed relief in coming days. And three, gold's larger recovery trend should remain fully intact. And he's saying that for the first time in several weeks, gold is starting as is silver to show signs of a slight bit of vulnerability as a key short-term trend line is being tested. This is despite recent weakness in the U.S. dollar, which has prompted many investors to wonder if the gold market is simply suffering from a state of exhaustion after three months of rallying without a major pullback. And basically throughout the rest of this article, he has touched on a number of different issues, but one that's important to this show this week, which is exciting, which certainly plays into the long-term trend, is talking about 
what the market is doing in relation to supply and demand. Now, in times gone past, we have ultimately seen the gold and silver market rally uh, and that rally not be attached necessarily to the supply of the silver, meaning that if the supply of silver was dropping, it is more than possible that there was going to be a price increase and if the supply was rising subsequently a price decrease but uh, throughout this entire market that has not been the case in fact up until this past uh, 2015 there really was a disconnect of sorts in which we saw the price of silver rally to as high as $49 an ounce in gold to 1900 but One thing that this has had in common with previous bull markets, such as the one in the 70s, is that, in fact, that first big phase where that market takes off like it did in the 70s up until about 76, that first big phase usually is a very speculative phase, and it happened on the heels of so much uh, speculation in the stock market, speculation in commodities markets and speculation in housing markets, that it was something moving in tandem with those markets. This time around, as we've discussed on this very show, the highs and the lows of the market certainly pertain more so to these ideas of supply and demand. And in this article, what this uh, particular analyst, Cliff Droke, is saying is that market pullbacks are not only necessary in this market, but they prevent incredible windows of opportunity. So if you're listening and you've been sitting on that fence waiting for a moment to enter into the market, or you've been giving consideration to this market, let me make sure you understand that if you're a long-term gold or silver owner, these are the moments that we strive to achieve. If you've bought recently and you expect that you'd like to uh, average your position because you bought slightly higher or because you bought lower and you were looking for a second entry point, maybe this is the perfect moment and window of opportunity for you. You have numerous options when you are considering this market. But this article just basically says, as we've seen in the past, that pullbacks are necessary. That's what creates a very healthy turn. This is not a significant pullback. Silver has gone from just above $16 an ounce down to about 1550-ish, 15.60 and gold really gone from about 1340-ish, 1338, 1335 down to 1320-ish in that range and really again just a small corrective pause which allows you the buyer an opportunity and that's really what it comes down to. Paul, your thoughts on that? Well, the reason I was just kind of late and I slammed the door on you is cuz I just made a purchase on silver. I just think the price right now as we're trading um, on Thursday afternoon, around about one o'clock, silver's trading at fifteen fifty-eight an ounce. Gold is thirteen thirty eighty an ounce U.S. And this pullback is for absolutely no reason except uh, the deal never went through with uh, uh, Trump and uh, the meeting uh, in uh, Vietnam. Uh, and therefore, I guess you've got to wait for see what the next tweet is. Uh, and I think it's going to show up tomorrow. Uh, in the stock market. The stock market is off a little bit today and I think gold and silver is an incredible buy. The US dollar has dropped. The um, the euro went up today. Uh, the pound is holding around about 132 and a half, 133. Uh, the Canadian dollar is holding in there. Uh, the Japanese yen is a little weaker, that w- which is normally the safe haven to, to buy besides the US dollar. But I think you're going to see Gold move up, gold and silver move up drastically. Remember, today is the 28th as we're recording the show. It's always at the end of the month. Profit-taking always occurs, and we expect it. I go back and look at always at the end of the month, and I see prices get knocked down. It's my opportunity to go in and buy. Uh, I tell you this every month, Darren. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website there. You can go and you can make said purchase. Get yourself some gold. Start with something that makes sense for you, whether it's just a bar or coin, maybe it's a combo in silver or gold, maybe you wanna store it with us. You can use a depository account, put your metal in storage, come and visit your product, that's product you hold, and that only you as an investor can touch, purchase, make sell orders, continue on adding to whatever you like, it's your product. And as always, it's important to point out that Unlike any other firm that you might deal with or any other company that you come across in Canada or the U.S., 
our focus since day one has been on physical metal. It is about getting those serial numbers on those bars to you if you're holding those bars in storage. And uh, in addition to that, you also have the ability to continue on in the RSP option. I want to bring this to your attention because we've seen, as you're listening to this show on the 2nd or 3rd of March, we have seen the deadline for contributions to the 2008 RSP year come and go now. And to those that got in, again, a big congratulations, but this is not the end of the window. This is the beginning of the next season, an opportunity for you while prices remain good to get into the market, whether you're transferring from an institution or an account that isn't performing well for you and you should be on top of those things. As a listener, you should be focused on your wealth, uh, whether it's bringing in money from those accounts, which we can handle for you, or whether it's new funds that you'd like to put into an RSP, our deal stands exactly the same. For every 5000 US that you put into an RSP account or TFSA account, we will gladly give you one gram of gold absolutely free of charge up to a maximum of 10 grams is our way of saying thank you for coming aboard. And uh, as we said earlier, there is lots of ingredients that are in this recipe that are serving us well here that are going to add lots of flavor as we surge ahead throughout the rest of 2019. As today is the last day (coughs) to put money into an RSP, but it doesn't stop you putting into a TFSA. That's right. And I love the TFSA because that's a tax-free savings account. Um, and I think right now you can put around about, what is it, 65000 if you've never made a purchase, Darren? It was 57500 last year, and we went to uh, an additional amount Six, this year. 6000 right? So, yes, yeah, around 63000 So 63000 So if you've never made a purchase, um, you know, this is a great time to ladder in. I'm looking, as I said, I'm looking at the prices. I purchased silver myself just now. I thought 1558 was an incredible price. And it's always at the end of the month. I look, you know, to buy on the dips and take advantage when the price gets pushed down. But I think this is the start of an explosion in gold and silver. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com, the website to go to. There you can shop online through our e-store, get some information about the registered accounts. If you're thinking of opening up a TFSA, we'll spend some more time talking about that. And in addition, we've got an interesting article on uh, silver eagle demand in the U.S. These articles are important because they do point out for us the very fragile nature of the supply chain and what is going to happen to silver in the near term. Uh, that and much, much more, including what Lady Gaga has to do with natural fancy colored diamonds and why you should be paying attention. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, and we'll welcome you back after a short break. You are listening to us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, we're back. Section number two of The Real Money Show. Welcome to it with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host. With me today on the show is Paul Wiseman, President and CEO of Guildhall Wealth Management. And in that first segment, Paul, we talked a little bit about a couple of different things. One, this Cliff Droke article on uh, the corrective pause in gold and silver right now, both, by the way, holding their key trend lines. So this is nothing as of yet more than a window of opportunity for buyers, as you mentioned earlier in that first segment. And we also touched on the RSP deadline. And again, a big congratulations to those that got in the market that are now uh, holding physical gold and silver in their RSP of some type. And you also mentioned TFSAs. The TFSAs are we, where we are going to focus for the next short while in terms of registered accounts, Paul. And like we said earlier, uh, you have the ability to take, if you've never had a TFSA before, uh, bullion and put it in there, uh, store it, be able to see it, touch it, hold it, get your serial numbers allocated to you, make decisions on buying and selling that product. And uh, best of all, you can do that tax-free in your TFSA. Well, well, the funny thing is, um, I was just talking to Nelson, um, you know, we're waiting for funds to come in where people have opened accounts and we're just waiting for, uh, you know, whether it's the institutions to send us the money because the customers are biting, chomping at the bit to buy gold and silver, especially at these prices. And, um, you know, I love where where we're at and I think this market is just going to take off. That's my opinion. I put my money where my mouth is. I have skin in the game. Um, but I like where the market is. But you, you were talking about an article um, or some information about um, the U.S. Mint not being able to fulfill their orders on eagles, or they're actually not even running them. Uh, 
Um, I've had several of my suppliers asking, do I have any spare eagles to ship to them? Well, you know, most of the product comes in from the States. The logistics of shipping the product back to the U.S. doesn't make sense. Um, we do have Silver Eagles 2019 in stock. We don't have a, an incredible amount, but we do have. And then what's happening in the States, they're now looking for anything. Because once the U.S. Mint says we're not producing any eagles, now they're looking for maple leaves. Now they're looking for philharmonics. Um, I actually unloaded a lot of old stock, because we only sell current stock, 2019 maples, 2019 eagles, the same with philharmonics, um, you know, Krugerrand, any of those we sell current. I mean, I like my clients to have brand new product. I don't like going to secondary market, though it's sometimes a little cheaper. I don't like selling. I like to sell mint condition product that we've got directly from the mints, sits in our depository, and we can just move it from one person to the next. That's what we do. And again, I had an opportunity this morning to clear some of my old inventory that, you know, we had 2012, 2016 maples and some old Brits from 2015 that we purchased back from clients that we really don't sell because we don't put it up on the website. Uh, the only time that we offer it is if we have a client that's looking for a real, real cheap product and we're happy to, you know, unload it. But most times it just sits in the vault, uh, you know, waiting for the mar markets to move. But this to me was an opportunity today to sell some old product and buy some brand new product. And uh, I'm very pleased that I made that move today. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website 18778 silver call that number because you will get an investor package for free you will get the ability to speak with somebody at guildhall absolutely free of charge you will get the ability to be able to hear our opinions on product our opinions on how to store product our opinions on logistics and how to move product what offers are available to you also that are not advertised that may be of interest to you just as Paul just said now we were talking about that Cliff Droke article and gold holding for the most part in a favorable range right now. And even well, if it slips a little lower in price, well, what was it won't 9 really matter. 9% up on the year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's had three months of, of stellar motion as far as, as I'm concerned. And really for us, because we've been here for so long, Paul, this is just getting gold and silver back to a specific range we've already seen so many times. But um, if we're talking about gold, we'd be remiss if we didn't throw silver into that. And looking at that same article, Droke says that, uh, and this touches on the supply issue that I wanted to bring up, uh, he says in his article, meanwhile, gold's sister metal has been experiencing something of a supply issue. According to reports, the U.S. Mint, as you just pointed out, Paul, has suspended silver bullion coin sales after the Mint ran out of one ounce American Eagle silver coins. On February 21st, and he says that silver is often referred to as the poor man's gold, and it's not uncommon to see silver coin demand spike after an extended upside move in gold's price as smaller retail investors seek cheaper alternatives to participate in the rally. Viewed from this perspective, the recent surge in silver bullion coin demand is another reason why the precious metals market likely needs a short period of recuperation as there appears to be too many bulls in the market right now. Well, that is the trend that has been in place for so, so long. And the good news is that we are not out of Canadian maples, which is, in my opinion, the world's best made coin, if you're interested in owning it. We have those monster boxes in supply. We have no short supply in our office right now of the Canadian Maple Leaf coins. So if you are a coin buyer, you happen to be picking up this show in the U.S. or anywhere in Canada via the uh, global podcast, you are welcome to make an order and we will fill it for you. We do have some uh, eagles in stock, but as you said, the suppliers even out of them as well. And what Droke is saying basically about gold uh, and silver is that this strong demand for silver coins is another encouraging factor of a long-term market. And it's in contrast to previous years when bullion coin demand was subdued for very long stretches despite periodic rallies. Like we said right off the top of the show, what you need to understand from a macro perspective is that when you have typically seen the market run in both gold and silver, you have typically seen that happen 
in part because of speculation. Now, it didn't necessarily coincide with smaller amounts of product being available. Uh, in fact, premiums were extremely out of whack numerous times since 2002, and that is because product, in fact, wasn't available, but it wasn't being reflected usually as a higher price. It was being reflected usually because the paper price went too low, yet the physical, actual, hold-in-your-hand tangible product, the distributors were refusing to sell it at those low prices, and that's something that happens in the market on a regular basis. So it does give rise to the argument that this is what they call the perfect storm developing, Paul. And as that cycle of the stock market flips over and turns its page and becomes a low rather than a high, we are likely to see extreme conditions persist here where silver and gold, you could wake up tomorrow and they're both 10, 15% higher and nobody in our industry would even blink. Well, absolutely. It's a sleeper right now. Uh, but, you know, you know, I monitor, you know, what the product that we sell. And we've seen a, an incredible increase in gold maples that people are buying, and half ounce and quarter ounce. Um, silver maples, uh, again, because of the U.S. Mint not producing any more eagles, people are just realizing that this is a great investment and jumping on the bandwagon. Um, we you know, also sell platinum and palladium, and palladium has just gone crazy. I mean, uh, today... We're trading palladium at fifteen hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, how long ago were we selling it at one eighty? Do you remember, Darren? And two hundred and two fifty. Yeah, I mean, it's it, well, time goes by fast, as they say, Paul, when you're having fun. But I mean, ultimately, so yeah. when I look at fifteen hundred dollar palladium, and the only use for palladium is catalytic converters, um, and I look at the usage of silver, which is basically used in every type of manufacturing today. It's promising. Um, I think silver has got so much upside. You know, when you're trading at fifteen sixty an ounce silver, it is an incredible, incredible buy. And if I look at gold, gold's trading around about thirteen hundred and fifteen dollars an ounce US. Again, an incredible buy. I encourage people to go to our website, guildhallwealth.com. Top right hand corner is our e store. Whether you know you're a large investor or you, as Darren says, you just want to put your toe in the water. We suggest, you know, and I'm saying maples are going like crazy and people love Canadian maples. And you can get involved with gold and silver. And silver, we have what we call combo packs. We start off as little as 22 ounces, which is one 10-ounce bar, 10-ounce maple, and, uh, sorry, 10-ounce bar, 10-one-ounce maples, and two one-ounce uh, coins. We then have a 50-ounce um, combo. We have a 100-ounce combo and a 200-ounce combo. So we really have, we can fit everybody, even if you're just getting started. And the same thing on gold. You know, you can buy a one-ounce combo of gold, gives you two quarter ounces and a half ounce of gold. A two-ounce combo, which is a one-ounce gold, two quarters and one half, and we do a five-ounce combo as well. And people are buying it. They're putting it away. They're putting it away for their kids. You know, I always say on the show, when I'm on the show, every year on my kid's birthday, my grandkid's birthday, I give them an ounce of gold. And my oldest granddaughter is 12 years old. You know, she's got 12 ounces of gold. Whether I started at 500 and whether she had some at 1900 or whether she gets some next month or the month after for her birthday at 1350, 1400, it doesn't matter. It keeps on increasing in value and storing wealth. In Canadian dollars, you know, $1,350 is, you know, $1,718 and change in Canadian. You know, it's a store of wealth. It's a guarantee. It's going to protect your wealth. It's an insurance policy. Everybody out there, I, I hope, has home insurance, has car insurance, has life insurance, but nobody ever wants to collect. The same thing on your capital. You know, the interest rates are going up. Inflation is heading our way in a big way. And we're due for a correction, whether it's a, a large correction in the stock market, a large correction in the real estate market. We've seen corrections already in cryptocurrencies. We've seen it in marijuana stocks. Yeah, down the road, there may be three, four marijuana stocks, the same as there is, um, you know, in the dot-com, you know, whether it's an Amazon, whether it's a, a Microsoft, you know, a Google that have survived. And maybe that's the same thing that's going to happen in you know, marijuana. In cryptocurrencies, it's a roll the dice. You know, um, 
I talk to people every day. I think more people are losing money in cryptocurrencies than have made money. Yes, there's some people that were lucky enough to buy at $100 for a Bitcoin. You know, they, maybe they sold it out at 16, 17,000 if they weren't too greedy. I know a lot of people that are still holding on at $3,800. Silver and gold has always been your insurance policy. For 5,000 years, gold and silver has been money. It's real money. This is the time to own gold and silver. If you haven't got a TFSA, this is the best way to buy gold and silver in a registered TFSA. You get the bar numbers. It's in a safe, secure, allocated depository to you. If you want to buy product and you don't want to store it at home, silver weighs, you know, 1,000 ounces weighs 70 pounds. You know, to lug that to a bank if you bought 5,000 ounces, that's 100, 350 pounds. You need a wheelbarrow to get it there. Uh, that's why we advise people to put it in a depository. It costs you less than one-tenth of one percent a month to store and insure the best way to own it. Uh, we also offer financing if that's what you're looking for, where you know, you've got funds, you don't want to allocate all your funds to the product, you only want to put up maybe 30%, keep 70% back. If the market dips, you buy more. You know, if it goes up in price, you also may want to buy more. But this is the way to own as well with allocated financing. And again, you can go to, the, to our e-store if you just want to dabble, if you want to get started. As I said, I buy my grandkids an ounce of gold on every birthday. It's not a bad way to get, even for your own kids or your grandkids, to get them invested in something that's safe and secure. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcoms website. We're going to pause for the uh, station break and identification, and we will get back to you in a couple of minutes. And when we do, we are going to talk more about what this next phase of the silver bull and gold bull market might look like, as well as what Lady Gaga has to do with a Tiffany Yellow Diamond. And uh, also, as promised, we are going to, on the topic of diamonds, for you that are looking to invest and make money, talk about the countdown being on to the very last diamond being mined from the earth. Something that most people don't pay attention to. We have that and a lot more to come still on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You're listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Thank you for staying tuned. We appreciate it. And again, a big congratulations to those that got in over the course of February, opened up their RSP accounts and got some bullion into their RRSPs into their Liras, into their Rifts, Lifts, their spousal RSPs, locked in RSPs. People were making new contributions left and right. It was one of the busiest first uh, couple of months of the year we've had since opening our doors in 2002. In fact, the month of January was bar none the busiest month we've had for registered accounts since we've offered them. And uh, this is no surprise to me, Paul, given where we are in the marketplace right now, given the fact that if you look at the markets in the broad sense, there is an overwhelming uncertainty that is flowing through the mainstream right now, where most people are not only kind of tired, bored, or otherwise disenfranchised by the idea that they don't know where to turn for real news and for the reality of what's true versus fake, but also because they're not going to be the ones to be the last in first out. People are smartening up, and that's what our uh, mainstream buyer who's coming to our firm is telling us now. We have a ton of people who are entrepreneurs, blue-collar, white-collar, people who are teachers, doctors, dentists, people who are in HVAC, people who are plumbers, people who are lawyers, coming to us, even other financial planners and advisors that are saying and clamoring to get their clients into these markets, even if it's just to have a small piece of exposure within their portfolios. And it doesn't surprise me, Paul, we've said it long enough that due diligence is the key, but we encourage that due diligence not only because it's important to self-direct your wealth, but it's also important because you will see what we see in the story of gold and silver. I'm really amazed at the amount of customers that come to Guildhall through referrals, through family members, through friends, through business acquaintances of the service that they get at Guildhall that we hold our hand, their hands through the whole process from the beginning uh, to the product to receiving their information of their bar numbers. Um, we make it so easy for the client. But I'm kind of excited right now uh, of what's happening in the diamond business. 
Um, I've had several phone calls this week from some of the people that I buy product from. They're actually in Hong Kong. They're at the jewelry show. It's one of the largest jewelry shows uh, in the world. It always happens uh, you know, at the end of February, especially after the Christmas rush and everything else. But they know the type of product that I'm looking for. And uh, I'm looking for vivid, internally flawless yellows. I'm looking for argyle pinks. Uh, and I'm being offered from some of my you know, best people, they're just not seeing the product out there. You know, I was offered an orangey pink, internally flawless um, product, you know, 0.70, which is a really nice size. But the prices were, you know, really silly. And I believe because of what happened on the red carpet on Sunday at uh, the awards, um, at the Oscars, where you saw, you know, Lady Gaga wearing a 128-carat diamond. And that diamond was from Tiffany's, the Tiffany diamond. And that diamond actually... Kath, um, Audrey Hepburn wore, I think, in 1960. It was just in a different setting. But they've sat on that diamond, and that diamond may probably have cost, back in 1960, maybe a million and a half, two million. I bet that diamond today is close to $100 million. Well, probably more. This is a diamond which, if you're looking at the connection, certainly has more than the eye would see. And this particular stone is of great interest because it's not one that we believe Tiffany would ever think of parting with because if you look at it, it's massive. We'll include a letter in our newsletter. So get yourself on that newsletter, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website to go to. That's guildhallwealth.com. And we'll add it on this week's newsletter, free of charge to you, by the way. And it is important to note that we've gone or gotten away from Paul to a certain extent the connection with the beauty of diamonds, but because we talk about the invested dollars in this particular arena and what it means to you as an investor, it's uh, it's quite often something that's easy to do because we don't think twice about the fact that some people choose to wear colored diamonds over white simply because they find more beauty in them. They are rare. There's no doubt about it. And it does beg the question, uh, well, you know. Getting, getting to rarity. See, people don't understand. For every 10,000 carats of white diamonds mined, you may find one carat of color. Doesn't mean it's an investment grade. To get to a one carat, vivid, internally flawless yellow, you have to mine about a million carats to get one diamond. From the Color Diamond Research Foundation that we use, a diamond of a carat to three carat, vivid, internally flawless, there may be only produce, cut and polish, maybe 12 to 15 stones a year. That's how small that market is. And at Guildhall, we bring to our clients the finest, the finest, and I say a yellow, internally flawless, that meet all the criteria from cut to color to carat weight. Um, that's what we bring. And, you know, last week we had a client. They came in. They have two kids, two daughters, and they bought two, one, one, a 116 and a 114 carat, vivid, internally flawless stones. They bought gold as well, but they bought diamonds because they understand the market. You know, they're in the art business. And being in the art business, they know about rarity. They know that once a, you know, an artist dies, there is no more product. There's reproductions, but there's no more original product. And this is what we offer at Guild Hall. We offer the finest of the finest. We love pinks. The Argyle Mine, we've been talking about it for the last four or five years on the air. It's closing in 2020, 21. When that mine closes, there is no more pinks. They produce 90% of the world's pinks. So, you know, and that's only, it's, it's a, a champagne glassful. It's, you know, nothing. We believe vivids, especially internally flawless and intense internally flawless, are the next pinks. I think there is going to be an incredible price hike when that mine closes on pinks. People will go to the yellows and the vivids because they're just not available. And when you see Lady Gaga and other people on the red carpet at the Oscars and they're wearing, whether it's Harry Winston, whether it's Graf, um, whether it's Tiffany's, 
you know, Tiffany's, why, do you, why would they own a 128-carat stone and sit on it and not ever try to sell it? Because they know it's increasing in value. It's the rarity. And that's what we try to get across to our clients. It's rare. It's a thing of beauty. It can only increase in value. It's not a reproduction. It's not something that's made, a, a man-made stone. This is one of a kind. And when we sell you a diamond, it's a one of a kind diamond. It's an investment. To hold a diamond for five, seven, ten years, or to put it into a piece of jewelry, it's something that you can hand down for generations. You know, you can buy, if you're looking to retire, if you're looking to put your kids through university and they're, you know, three, four years old, this is the time to buy something for thirty-five, forty thousand dollars put it away, can easily be worth a quarter of a million, a half a million dollars. We can't even put a price on what we think diamonds are going to be down the road, especially investment grade. one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. There you can go and see the diamond collection or parts of it and get a taste of what you can expect when you want to make an appointment come in office, which is what we suggest you do to be able to hold, see, and assess the value for yourself. Now, in talking about Lady Gaga, it's of great interest to me because it turns out in doing a little bit of investigative work, Paul, that behind the scenes, she has a penchant towards colored diamonds. Now, that's not to say I know much about what her collection might or might not be, but that is to say that she approached Tiffany's, not the other way around. And although Tiffany's was happy to set her up, as they do with all kinds of red carpet uh, functions, uh, with something that's beautiful, the choice to wear colored diamonds was Lady Gaga's, and she specifically asked for that diamond. So that is of great interest to me. It tells a story. It tells a lot about what the public at large is doing. And we could probably argue till we're blue in the face uh, as to what Lady Gaga might be successful at above and beyond singing. Those would say never leave singing. But a lot of these people that do invest in these markets uh, happen to be people who have, uh, you know, looked elsewhere for value when their careers end. You never know how long one's going to last. But that being said, that just tells me that diamonds can be for any walk of life, Paul, whether they want to come in and start with something in the $15,000 range. Maybe they want to get into a much greater range, a larger range, and put it all together. But maybe the best option of all would be to have gold, silver, and a natural fancy color diamond. Absolutely. We're looking at three great investments. Um, you know, can gold or silver go to zero? Obviously not. Um, you know, investment diamonds, they are so rare, so hard to find, uh, and the prices keep going up. I mean, we have, actually on our website, we have a 0.72 vivid Argyle diamond. That's 0.2. It's not just under three quarters of a carat. That is a million dollars. I haven't changed my price from last year. Um, that price will be going up to a million two, a million three, for the simple reason I can't find that diamond. The replacement value keeps going up. Well, If you look at your property... And I always say to people, would you sell me a house for what you paid for it? What's the answer? Well, no, of course not. Of course not, right? Unless you were living in uh, uh, Nevada or one of those places where, you know, when, when the boom busted, everything went in a crapper. Uh, but diamonds don't do that. White, this is not white diamonds. This is not an impulse buy. This is not something that you go and you see something for two ninety nine. Uh, people's jewelers or any other jeweler or you know you're buying an engagement ring and maybe a carrot carrot and a half white diamond everybody in the world almost has a g quality diamond in vs or si1 si2 because that's all you see there is so many white diamonds out there uh, that for the longest time de beers controlled that market they'd had a wonderful advertising campaign and it worked. But how many people own natural fancy colored diamonds? I said before, for every 10,000 carats of white diamonds mined, there is only one carat of color. Doesn't mean it's investment. It could be light yellow. It could be a brown. It can, it can be any color. But that diamond is rough. It then has to be cut and polished. To find a diamond that you can polish to a one carat, vivid, internally flawless, you know, you've got to find, go dig an awful lot of dirt to come up. You've got to dig almost a million carats of white diamonds. That tells you the rarity. 
that tells you how rare this diamond is, and that's what you should be looking for because it can only increase in value. Before we go to break, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website to go to. And uh, don't forget to ask for that free investor package. It's something that's invaluable to you as somebody looking to make money. That is what we offer with Colored Diamonds, and that is what you can take advantage of. And also, remember, you use the example of a house, Paul. Houses have downturns. They have cycles. One is about to happen in Canada right now. I will tell you what I think about housing when we come back. We're going to talk more about the last diamond being unearthed. And, of course, we promised what this next phase will hold for silver in price. I just want to say one thing. You know, as soon as we start talking about diamonds and people listening on the air, they want to tune out. They're not interested because they don't know anything about it. Get some information. You know, if you went to, to find out about natural fancy colored diamonds, you're going to find three books. Look how many books there are on investing. Look how many books there are on buying futures. Look how many bu- books there are on real estate. To find on natural fancy colored diamonds, there is three books written by three very, very successful people in this business. It tells you something. It's the best kept secret. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. Stay tuned to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We'll be right back after these messages. You are listening on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the final segment of The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We thank you for staying tuned to today's show because plenty of value-packed ideas and concepts. We've been talking about gold and silver having a small corrective window, a chance for you as a buyer to take advantage of this and get yourself cost-averaged or brand-new physical product Add it to your TFSA. That's a heck of a great way to get started. It doesn't take long to get uh, the account open. In fact, we can open up an account in less than about 15, 20 minutes and make you as smart as possible. These are self-directed accounts, folks, so you are going to be taking care of your wealth. And for some of you, that might be the first time ever that you've done it. But if you want to pay somebody else to do it, continue on doing it. We're happy to to facilitate the addition of product that might go home to you, that might be put in storage, or that otherwise might be controlled by somebody else in your life. That's fine. But I think that in this day and age, one of the biggest misnomers is that somebody will do better than you just because they have education or because they know something you don't. It's not true that crystal ball has been broken about these global markets for a very long time, but one thing has remained true. Having hard assets as a fallback plan, an insurance policy, owning gold and silver, that has stood the test of time. And in the last segment, Paul, we were talking about diamonds, and it's of great interest to me because you brought up that point at the very tail end, and I think no doubt our listeners understand that you're driven by passion with this, within this industry, but we compared it to housing. And, and you know, sometimes why that doesn't do enough justice to colored diamonds is that we've been open since 2002, and if we just take that period of time, and we look at housing in both Canada and the U.S. Well, Canada has experienced very little in the way of pullbacks. In fact, post-2008, we've experienced almost no pullbacks, except now in the last 24 months in the, the rural areas and uh, suburban areas. And now in the last 12 months in the core areas, there have been pullbacks in pricing. Now, these pullbacks could ultimately end up being much larger pullbacks without a soft landing like we saw in the early 90s. It's not uncommon to happen. And uh, when you compare them against other assets, I want to take just a story uh, that I have of a client that has owned both and said to me uh, in... in, uh, I guess both email and in person, but an email more recently that he has never ever been happier. And he comes from an investing background, has a family who were a bunch of entrepreneurs, so they're no strangers to investment, and actually took a big chunk of family wealth and put it into real estate. They did that in the 70s and uh, have been invested in real estate ever since. They own six properties, major properties. These are both commercial and residential. And uh, these six uh, properties that they own have been turning and and, and have been profitable for some time. 
On the advice of his financial planner, he decided to take a portion of the wealth that he had made over the last 15, 20 years and put it into real estate. And he did that knowing full well that there could be a bounce in real estate, got into a new piece of real estate and uh, recently sold that piece of real estate. In fact, after holding it for only four and a half years, and this was a high-end what you would call a state property that he bought to rent out to very uh, affluent executives and people who need large properties for either entertaining or in and out of town frequently that want to have the best of everything. He did so in Toronto in the Forest Hill area and he said he's never had a more difficult time ever with an investment and he said for what it's worth Darren I will tell you I sleep at night owning a colored diamond. I have slept soundly. I've looked at the history of colored diamonds and with the exception of what you pay for a diamond that meaning us here at Guild Hall and they do fluctuate from time to time in very small increments and only so far since the uh, 1980s have they fluctuated in in yellows only but the ultimate end here is that he says I've never ever once seen my diamond value decrease. I've never seen them go on sale. I've never waken up to news that has any way, shape, or form given me any expectation other than the fact that my colored diamond will continue to make me nothing but money. And I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm really helpful uh, when it comes to these things, but getting that feedback, it's invaluable to me. So I'm happy that you have it. And he said, I'm going to take the money that I made in part from the sale of that house and uh, the lawyers and the tax people and all of the things that are involved in that house, and I'm not going to miss it one bit, even though real estate has been successful for him and his family has a history of making that money. So being a best-kept secret, well, Paul, I don't think that that's going to last much longer. No, because, you know, anybody that owns real estate, you know, when you have a show them a diamond and it's a carrot or three quarters of a carrot and it's a pink and it's a deep pink and it's one of a kind and you say that's a million dollars they are looking at a, a piece of real estate or are looking at a house they just can't justify that something that small can be worth so much money mm-hmm. and it's an understanding and once you get invested and you start off as a collector, you start off as a, you make a purchase and you start collecting, you realize how rare and how beautiful these diamonds are and then how they increase in value. I don't tell people to spend their last penny on a natural fancy color diamond. You know, you have other investments, you own your home, uh, you have savings, you have investments, but then, you know, you're looking for an additional investment. You don't put everything you have into one thing. It's very dangerous. You know, nothing goes up forever. Um, you know, whether it's real estate, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, whether it's cryptocurrencies or whether it's marijuana stocks. Sooner or later, you know, everything hits the wall and comes down. But right now, there is a, a shortage of incredible quality natural fancy color diamonds. If you want something special, you have to pay for it. It doesn't go on sale. You can go into the biggest stores, whether it's Tiffany's, Cartier, Graph Jewelers, go go in, walk in, say, I, you know, do you have yellow, internally flawless, vivid? Could I see something? And look at the price. They will show you a fancy. They will show you an intense. They will show you VS quality, maybe a, even SI one, uh, and you'll be your socks will be blown off by the prices that they're asking, because there is no product out there. You know, we get offered diamonds all the time. There is no two diamonds are the same. When we look at a diamond, we look at the cut of that diamond. Uh, Everything about it has to be right. The table, which is the top of the diamond, cannot be bigger than a certain amount. The depth, if it's too deep, it's heavy in carat weight, but it's not going to have the light coming out of that diamond. You're not going to see colors flying off of that diamond. If it's too flat, it means it's got a big table. It's We call it in the trade very gemmy. It will look nice in a ring, but it will never sparkle. You know, you have to have something that is perfectly cut. The carrot weight has to be right. You only get what you pay for. And, you know, if you want to buy something, make money, put it away, whether you're going to retire, whether you're going to put your kids through university, 
you know, if you've got a couple of kids, buy two diamonds, put it away. You can always sell one off, take the profit off the table. You've still got one as a, a great investment. This is what you do. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcoms website. As a thank you for anybody listening to this show, I promised you I would talk about an article called The Last Diamond Unearthed. The countdown is on. We will include this in our weekly newsletter and it comes by way of the FCRF team. Now, the FCRF is the Fancy Color Research Foundation. It was formally established in 2014, and their aim is to empower fancy color diamond sellers by improving consumer experience through new information channel and to provide fact-based support. So what they're writing, their uh, team of analysts and the people involved with the FCRF, for which we are a member, uh, is all directed at what the industry is actually telling us in fact-based numbers. This article comes to us this week, and it's a very interesting article, one I want you all to have, because when you see it, you will understand how fragile the diamond community is. And it is called The Last Diamond on Earth, and the article reads as follows. By the time your grandchildren buy their first diamond, most mines will have reached the end of their life cycle and most diamonds will be sourced from the second-hand market. These circumstances will make the pre-owned diamond arena the largest mine in the world. Now, Paul, this is of great interest to me because this is exactly what we have been trying to create through Guildhall Diamonds is this unbelievable collection of colored diamonds through our clientele which can be used for future generations just like art i bought a picasso when he was alive and i sold it uh, 50 years after he died at a massive markup because that's what was the going value of that rarity. Now, this article goes on to talk about how the countdown is on, and in particular of great interest to me, he uh, they include in this article mines by order of their shutdown, and you can see all of the world mines, first off, which is greatly important to me and to you as a buyer to see that transparency lie before you and their expected years, and of course, he shows that in the chart, mines closing in one to five years include our friend, the Argyle Mine in Western Australia. And that, again, is firsthand factual data. It's not listening to me, even though I'm an expert in that particular arena, or Paul, who's also an expert. It is an expert in the global industry that has told us unequivocally that it does not work for Rio Tinto or the Argyle Mine. Get your hands on a pink diamond now before they are gone. For good. Mine shuts down. They're no longer available. The only way you'll be able to get them is to know somebody who either bought one or has held on to an inventory of them like Guildhall. And you're going to pay a lot more. A heck of a lot more three, four, five times, maybe 10 times as much depending on the quality of the diamond. But there is that and a lot more to talk about. We did not get to uh, the next phase of the silver bull market. So that is an article talking about some lesser known ratios uh, regarding silver and one in particular with the South African Rand, which we'll share in the newsletter. And Paul, I'll say it again, those that are looking to get into the gold and silver market right now, TFSAs, that's where it's at. That's what we will be talking about for the next or few weeks. allocated finance. Allocated financing. Somebody else's money. If you don't want to have your money in a registered account where it can be seen, where it's known, where it's placed, and you'd just like to make an investment in gold or silver, and you'd like to risk less money, let us show you how to do it. We can use allocated financing where you still get serial numbers and to visit your product just like our other accounts. And we haven't spoke about Barrick making a takeover bid. Um, Next week's show, we'll okay. bring it up to speed. I know what, it, what you're going to say. And that's why I like gold so much, because yep. there is a consolidation in the market right now. All right, one eight seven seven eight silverguildhallwealthcom is the website. We want to thank you for tuning in to this week's show. It has been cold, folks. So please, if you've got an extra penny in your pocket, give to those who are less fortunate. Give somebody something that you don't need. Take care of the people that have less than you. And uh, we look forward to being with you on next week's show. Thank you for listening. You've been tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.